The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Welcome to the EP Podcast. We're back after a couple of weeks off. I mean, we did have that best of show, but really, I haven't done anything in two weeks. Welcome back to you. Welcome back to me, I guess. This is the EP Podcast, 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb. My name is Chris. Welcome down to my nine-foot homemade oak bar right here in my basement in Evergreen Park. At the beginning of the show, you heard that ad for the American Legion just in there last week, and I learned that they are bringing all kinds of entertainment into the Legion this Saturday, the 8th, Smokin' Joe is bringing karaoke. This guy brings in everything. Big, giant pro set. They play any kind of music. They're doing big-time karaoke on Saturday night. Smokin' Joe is actually going to have a residency there twice a month. And from what I understand, if you're into karaoke, that is the guy that does it on the south side of Chicago. Make sure you check it out. 8.30 this Saturday and next Saturday at the American Legion. We have Frank Murray from the Evergreen Park Public Library on this show, and Lorraine Swanson's going to stop by from the patch to kind of review last year, but also talk about stories you should be following locally in the coming months and throughout all of 2022. This show and every show is brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. They want to remind you, especially those students that are still home for your holiday break before you head back to college, this is the perfect time to get your finances set up. First National Bank of Evergreen Park's student checking account helps you manage the money you have, including all those gifts that you got over the last couple of weeks. Convenient mobile app lets you bank from anywhere so you don't have to leave the house. And with no minimum required to open, you'll get your own debit card plus five free nationwide ATM refunds per statement cycle. Open up a student checking account today. Visit bankevergreenpark.com slash student slash EP. No minimum required to open. Member FDIC or just stop in at the iconic building at 95th and Pulaski and say hi. The EP podcast car magnet is readily available to you right there. Although you might want to wait until all the snow is gone before you put that magnet on the car. The magnet is white. The snow is white. It's really not going to show up. We'll call that a marketing flaw on my part. Before we get into a great show this week. We have not talked since before Christmas, and so much has happened. So why don't I try a brand new segment for 2022? This is While We Were Gone. So what happened while we were apart from each other? I don't know. The world got crazy again? Omicron is hit. I know there are people out there that are nervous. I get it. But over the holidays, you might have been a little bit too busy to actually gather your own news. And maybe you're getting it across a ticker or through Twitter or Facebook, and that is a terrible idea. Right before Christmas, the President of the United States talked for 25 minutes. And I watched the whole thing. Because I don't trust news companies. Because I used to work in the media. And I know how they spin things. Everybody has a spin. So I watched the entire thing, and I think you should do the same thing. Because on three different occasions during that speech, he said the same thing over and over again. If you're vaccinated, you'll be fine. You have a very, very low chance of ending up in the hospital or dying. Go live your life. And then, even though he encouraged everybody to be vaccinated who's eligible, he did say, 
three different times. If you are a child and you're still unvaccinated, you still have a very low, low chance of ending up in the hospital or dying. Don't panic, parents. Now, I didn't see that happen. Instead, everybody panicked after he said that. Then Dr. Anthony Fauci went on TV right before the new year. And he actually said, please go look this up. Please, those of you who are nervous, look this up for me. Listen to him. Watch him say just a few days ago that the vast majority of children that are in hospitals with COVID are not in the hospital because of COVID. They're in there because they have a broken arm and they test them when they come in the door and they're like, oh yeah, by the way, you have COVID. They're in there because they're getting an appendicitis taken care of and they test them and they go, oh yeah, you have COVID. They're not in there because of COVID. Not, that's not to say that not everybody in the hospital with COVID is not in there because of COVID. There are people that go to the hospital because of COVID. And sadly, there are people that die, but we have been very lucky this thing is actually more contagious and less deadly. Dr. David Beckman from the Family First Medical Group, who was going to be on this week, but he was out of town. We weren't able to get it set up. He's going to be on for just a segment next week so I can bring my expert back on. We've had so many people over the last year or two say thanks for having him on every once in a while to kind of break it down for people. And look, everybody I know seems to have COVID right now or had it in the last couple of weeks. Mom and dad missed Christmas. They had COVID. Don't worry. They're fine. They only had kind of like the flu because they had their shots. My sister's entire family, COVID, just crawling with it. They're all doing fine. They're on the road to recovery. They're pretty much done with it at this point. My aunt, my uncle, my cousins. I swear, I have so many friends who ended up with COVID. I have a friend of mine who got not only his two shots, but his booster. He's Lieutenant Colonel in Space Force for crying out loud. With everything available to him, he got COVID. Everybody's doing okay. Take care of yourselves, take care of the people around you, and please, for God's sake, stop panicking. This whole vaccine card mess, I'm really glad that I live in a village in which trustees have been on this show before, the mayor that's currently in there has been on this show before and indicated she agreed with the decision of the former mayor to stay out of this county business. Because essentially, the mayor of Chicago makes a crazy decision, and then Preckwinkle goes, well, if she's doing it, I'm going to do it. If everybody can catch COVID if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, and everybody can spread it if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, what does the card do? Except, of course, drive people who don't agree with the card to places where they don't have to check for a card. I think our small businesses have had enough at this point. Let them make their decision as to what they want to do for their safety and their patrons. I really don't think we need anybody else figuring that out right now. I'll put my soapbox away now, but that's what happened while you were gone. I hope you didn't pay attention to any of it until you heard it from me, honestly. Because if you listen to the craziness out there over the last couple of weeks, you are so stressed after the holidays. And you should just be fat and relaxed heading back to work right now. This is the EP Podcast. Well, a new year is upon us once again. And I take a look back at last year and see how I've been. I made a few mistakes here and there. And though it seems like I don't care, but I won't be doing the same things I did back then. Gonna run a mile a day at the gym. Gonna do my best so I don't sin. Gonna put down the tobacco. Gonna do some more sit-ups. And I'll get to it. 
right after this smoke and this beer and this shot of old granddad and i'll get to it right after this smoke sitting down here at the nine foot homemade oak bar my good friend frank murray is back here from the evergreen park public library frank sits down here all the time and the first thing that he worries about his first concern is Hey, Chris, you might need to fix some things here <laughs> because you get very worried. You get nervous when you're when you're down here. But then every time it's funny, I'll tell this story to everybody before you start, Frank, if you don't mind. Frank did an interview and it turns out that Frank has not been listening to himself on the show because he doesn't think it sounds good. And I challenged him to listen to it. And then he sent me a thing. He's like, it sounded a lot better than I thought it went in my head. Right. I mean, is that correct? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You work, you work your editing magic. Uh, Everybody thinks that I do something special. You guys all do one. All all these guests that come on do a wonderful job and they're all very nervous when they walk out the door. Like, Oh God, that probably sounded terrible. And you guys do a great job. That's why I have you back. And I know with the start of the year that you're, you probably got a bunch of things that are planned here, especially in January that you, that you wanted to get out from the library, right? Yes. 100%. First you got to get all the lights down. Yeah. We got to get all the lights down. You got to get all the decorations down. Don't be leaving them up too long. Not too long. People will notice. First week of January. We'll First come week back. of January. There you go. Or January. January. 9th, I normally go maybe. Epiphany. Epiphany. I, right? I go Epiphany. My January mother told 9th. my mother told me Epiphany, Frank, and then she turned around maybe about five years ago and told me, no, 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 Feast of the Holy Family, and I was like, but that's an extra week. And then the priest over at Most Holy Redeemer, okay, Father Paul Guzman, who's a military chaplain, he's actually been overseas for the last year, but he's sitting down in my bar and he goes, no, 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 no. And he comes up with a completely different date in like early February early is when February. Christmas ends. Whoa. And he's like, and then you take down. Your I haven't heard like, that one. If I keep my, my glowing Santa on the front lawn up until early February, they're going to come and get me. <laughs> and I'm sure you'll find somebody that'll say St. Patrick's Day too. <laughs> like, yeah, March. Until March. All right. So you're going to get all the lights down and then what's yeah. the plan? So our big thing that we got going on in January is our fine forgiveness January where we're allowing um, folks to come in. If you got a, any any fine, whether how, how no matter the amount, bring in a dollar, you get all your fines wiped off. So if you owe four hundred dollars in library fees, and I've checked, Chris, you're up there, and <laughs> you walk in and you pay a dollar, you're you're off the hook. That's for your fines. Yeah, like do you so do this every you, year because I would just wait until every January to just pay all my fines. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just a way for us to try to get everybody back. Right, right. You know. That might be. What's the biggest fine? Not not just Evergreen Park, but you've worked in li- you've worked into other library systems. I'm always curious. Is it something that happens where somebody all of a sudden discovers a library book that has been sitting in a box for 20 years and they bring it back? It's like you owe ten thousand dollars. Like, do those kind of weird things happen? It do, they do. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you really I, the charge mo- the person the mo- all that money? Well, the thing is, what happens where it really adds up is not so much the fines; right. it's the lost or damaged fee that oh. comes with it. And so, what we're doing, we're just doing. Fine forgiveness. So right. any any fines associated in your account will forgive, but right. anything but lost or damaged. Book, if you drop the book down the sewer, you got, and, you're going to have to end you up pull replacing it back out. That, yeah. It was it was it was really dirty, and you decided to kill all the germs with fire, and you brought back a charred <laughs> book. I can't get rid of that for a dollar. No, right. no, you got to you got to pay for those losses, and I, and it's also important for me to know it's just for Evergreen Park items, right? Evergreen Park don't items. Be, don't be bringing back some other places. Yeah, we, we unfortunately can't re, uh, forgive <laughs> any fees from other libraries, but anything Evergreen Park related in terms of fines, we can take care of for you right. for $1. Right, right. And if you're not listening very carefully to what Frank just said, <laughs> and you show up and you don't qualify for that dollar, whoo-hoo, Watch they're going to get you. Watch out. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, get your fine forgiven. 
Yeah. All right. If you did, if you did light the book on fire, you probably just want to pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. Continue hiding. <laughs> Continue. Hiding. <laughs> go underground. Well, still come before, in and talk to us. Before Frank finds you, go underground. Don't don't go underground. Come into the library. <laughs> talk to us. We'll we'll help we'll help you out. We'll take we'll, we'll work something. That's out. what the police always say when they're trying to catch the criminals, <laughs> right? Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Frank Murray's hanging out with us and he's giving us all the different things going on at the library. And this is the perfect way to start off the year. Honestly, we could sit down and talk about all the craziness in the world, or we can find things to do. What else do we have going on in the library in January? Maybe even something beyond what are we looking at? We got a bunch of events that are going on. Uh, I'll start with a couple adult events. Uh, we got our. When you author. say that, when you say that, I get. Very I know you excited. get. You get very. I get ex- when I hear adult events, I get excited. How about for those eighteen years and older? Does that still excite? That's good. Eighteen this? and yeah. older. Okay. I'm an eighteen and over. It counts for me. <laughs> so we got we got an author event coming up. Edmund uh, uh, Lawler is going to be coming to discuss his book on Thursday, January twentieth at six thirty p.m. It's going to be at the library and in Zoom. And his book is actually about the first heart transplant that took place. In, in Evergreen, Evergreen Park. Park. A little company, a little Mary, company Mary. Yeah, yes. it's actually his, I believe it's his great uncle that performed the surgery. So the guy whose great uncle performed the first open heart surgery wrote a book about it. Is it a transplant or surgery? It's a transplant. It's a transplant. Right? transplant. First transplant. Wrote a book about it. He's going to be there to discuss it. Yep. That's exciting. Very cool. And it's called the graft. The name of the book is called The Graft. The Graft. The graft. All right. So that's one big event that you can have. Yes, and then not the kind of adult event I thought we were yeah. talking about. I mean, maybe this maybe, is the one maybe you were talking. Maybe, maybe you'll this, do better on your next. We, event. I know that this may, might be the one you're looking for here, Chris. <laughs> we're having a uh, coloring contest for adults. It runs from January 3rd through January 31st, and looking by the by your facial expression right now, maybe not the one you're interested well, in. No, but, not really. But I am. I do have a follow up question. The coloring yeah. contest. Okay. Yeah. Did you give away all the details already on it? The date and when did the give me give me the details okay. first. Okay. Uh, here's the details. So it's going to run through January third right. through the thirty first. Through the thirty first. Uh, we're going to have two winners, uh-huh. and we actually get a big shout out to Pete's Market. Pete's Market surpri- uh, providing prizes for the for the contest, uh, and we have specific coloring pages. Uh, that you can either come into the library and pick up, or we'll also have them available online uh, through the library's website. All right. Through the years when you've seen adult coloring contest, mm-hmm. how many of them come in and they can't stay within the lines? You could tell me. You could be honest with me. How many times is an adult color something? You're like, really? Really? How old are you? Yeah, what did you do? Well, you did, did you color the grass blue and you're 46? <laughs> really? Hey, that's the great thing about uh, coloring an artist, right? Everybody right. is able to express uh, themselves in an artistic way. I would imagine the adult ones, though. You, like, I, I think adult ones, and I go, well, these are going to be beautiful. These are going to be masters, masterpieces. They're going to be works of art. But I would imagine you get a few of them and you just kind of chuckle. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, but, oh, and you, you mentioned art. So I have to, and, and master, yes. master yeah. artwork. Yeah. We still have our 
um, art display up in the library, our art exhibit from the Evergreen Park High School students. Um, they got, I, I they got a that. great group of kids over oh, there. Every time I have so somebody talented. from the, the high school on the show, I'm always impressed by everything they do. The human calculator was just recently on the show over there. They oh, got a yeah. kid that can add up all kinds of numbers. And just before his <laughs> teacher can punches in, punch in the numbers into a calculator, we've had the madrigals down here singing yep. in the last 30 yep. days. They've been down here as well. Awesome. I mean, they, they always do such a great job over there. And so their art is still up. Yeah, their art is still up. It's all over the library. We literally are putting them all over the place because they're, they're so much and there's so much wonderful work so stop in while you come in to pick up your your uh your coloring contest work page you can come and check out the great work that the high school students have done too awesome and that should be up through the end of january still waiting on that real adult event here this one might appeal to you especially as a as a as a business person okay uh we're offering a beginner class for canva which is a graphic free graphic design um resource that's online web-based so you can log and create your account for free and we're going to show you how to use it so and it does create, graphic design yep does graphic design you can create I like that things with marketing like we use it a lot at the library for our flyers and 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 other handouts that we create i'll be at that when is that um, that is going to be uh tuesday january 18th at 6 30 i'm gonna mark my calendar right now for that that mark sounds right like now. a really good idea i'm gonna tell you right now that sounds we always talk with the evergreen park chamber of commerce and people are always trying to figure that stuff out mm-hmm. and uh hopefully they're listening to the ep podcast you might get a big crowd for that thing on the 18th is it going to be in person on zoom both what's it going to be yeah right now it's scheduled for in person good good i mean i i do like doing things in my underwear but I will put on pants and come in. Thank and you do for that. wearing pants. Ain't no library. problem. We appreciate that. I do it just that. for you, Frank. We appreciate it. Not that. every guest gets pants down here at the bar. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we got going on for adults. Uh, another cool event that's uh, geared for teens. It's our multicultural book club. They're reading The Boy Who Became a Dragon. It's a, a story about Bruce Lee and his coming of age. Um, that's going to be Wednesday, January 26th at 3.30. It's a graphic novel. Kids are going to discuss it. And then for a special treat afterwards. You're going to show them a Bruce Lee movie? I think even better. What? They're going to get a little training in the art of Bruce Lee. We've got the um, the folks over at the Academy for Self-Defense, and they're going to do a little uh, uh, workshop for the students Look at afterwards. That. Learn about Bruce Lee, then be like Bruce Lee. And then be, be, able, be able to defend yourself like Bruce Lee, right? right? So when they, ha- when they go out there and they spar... They're going to have to have somebody to throw like high kicks at. Is that your job? That's yeah. Unfortunately, I'll be in the, uh, I'll be padded up. <laughs> All right, kids kick Frank Murray in the head. What day is this? <laughs> Everybody's going to show up for that. one. <laughs> what day do we get to my, kick my Frank? My brothers will be first in line. Uh, that'll be Wednesday, January 26th at 3.30 PM. Mark it down. Yeah. 3.30 PM. Light up and kick Frank. All right. But yeah, they we're really excited to, uh, to be able to have this book and discuss it, but also for the Academy of Self-Defense for uh, coming out and teaching martial arts. I like it. Showing the basics of martial arts there. Yeah. So, and in terms for the little kids, like we touched little on kids. adults, we haven't teens, talked about little kids. Talked yet. about kids, right, the children, kids. everybody. We got a, uh, kids need a new things to year. Do. Yeah, new year reading challenge. Right. That's running uh, January and February. It's going from January first to February twenty eighth. We've got all sorts of different reading challenges for the kids to participate, and of course, you complete those challenges, you can also get awesome prizes. Are there specific well. books that they end up reading? Is it a certain amount of reading time? It's, it's a certain amount of reading time. We kind of we try to tie it into with what District one twenty four is doing. Yeah. Um. So it's usually based on like twenty minutes a day. You know what I find interesting about the whole thing with mark down your own reading time is how you guys just take it at what it's worth. 
You know, I mean, I think you're very trusting. Like my children, I got, I thought it was really cute. They could, they could earn, I want to say that they could have earned like a ticket to great America. Right. Mm -hmm. And I remember when they were doing this thing, they actually took the little piece of paper and wrote it down. They had me come sign it. And every time they walked away, I looked at my wife and I was like, I just filled that thing out the day it was due. I just handed <laughs> it in. Like, like, I, like, these kids are so honest these days, or maybe I just wasn't. But I mean, like, like you you get all these things handed into you. Well, Chris, I'm glad that gene didn't pass down no, to the kids. No, I'm there. just good. a bad seed. I'm a bad seed, Frank. That's what I am. I'm like, geez, grab some books off of the shelf real quick, sis. We got to write them down so we get our tickets. What was that title again? <laughs> How long do you think this book would normally take to read? Ballpark it. <laughs> I don't want to figure it me out. We, hey, well, we trust. We trust the great people at Evergreen Park, especially the kids are going to be yeah, uh, honest yeah, with what they're saying. Kids are always honest. It was they're just me. So <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll note that for a future reference, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and we finally get to debut our uh, one of our new uh, children's programs. This is for kids ages two to five. Okay. Um, it's called Stories and Stretches, uh, where we're trying to engage kids with reading and books through through various exercise activities like poses and stretches and things like that. Get them active and also uh, burn off a little bit of energy, but also introduce literacy to it as well. You know, one of the things that uh, I always tell new parents, because, you know, I've had kids now for a while. I mean, one of them's 16 and I'm just happy that she's lazy or otherwise she'd have a driver's license. That's the only reason <laughs> I don't have to worry about it right now. And I, I got a 13 year old son. Then I have a six year old and I've got, so basically I've gone through one generation of them. And then all of a sudden, oopsie came along and I had to go do it again. Right. So I always tell like, like newer parents who are really interested in getting their kids to learn how to read. Remember once they can read, you can't hide anything from them ever again. Like once they can figure out everything and how it's written, you're in trouble. Okay. You can't sit there and say, wait, they don't have that movie. It's not available. No, no, no. They can read available. They can read exactly what it costs. They can actually figure out your password and punch it into the TV. So I don't know, Frank. I mean, people might want to avoid this. Their kids might start to read a little bit quicker. Well, hey, I've got an eight-year-old at home and she is uh, <laughs> becoming a master reader herself right now. And she is, uh, yeah, you got to be, got to be really sly around yeah, her. You can't spell in front of them anymore. No, They're like, oh, no. huh? Well, I'm getting a treat. We're having ice cream. Like you can't do anything. Yeah, we got to talk in code. Right. That's what happens when you teach them. You might be smarter and not teach them so fast. That's all I'm saying. But if you want to teach your kids how to read and get them there quicker, Frank's got this program. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, we got literacy covered over at the library. Yeah, there for I, you. if you're into that kind of stuff. <laughs> Now time for your repeat podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop right here in Evergreen Park, 3837 West 95th Street. We have talked to husband and wife owners Reed and Bridget so many times on the show before. They are wonderful people, and the reason they have that vapor shop is to help people quit smoking. That's how they quit smoking, was to use these products. So that's why they have premium vapor products and e-liquids over at their shop. They also have those CBD oils to help you ease the pain. Go check them out at 3837 West 95th Street here in the EP or visit coolcloudsvapor.com. So over the weekend, snow fell, and I hope you paid attention to the parking signs. Remember, some of those signs around Evergreen Park say there's certain places you cannot park right now. If you need help getting your snow removed, remember the Evergreen Park Youth Department. They've got that community chores program. Give them a call. There's a kid out there right now who wants to earn a couple of bucks by doing manual labor over at your house. 708-229-3377. 
Evergreen Park finished 2021 with a homicide on Friday morning. Shots fired around 9 o'clock in the morning on Friday, 8800 block of South California. One male who had been shot transported over to Christ Hospital where he was pronounced dead. A person of interest has already been taken into custody and the Cook County South Suburban Major Crimes Task Force is assisting the EP Police Department. Meanwhile, the Dan Capuano Ice Rink at Eukich Field is open all week long, actually throughout the entire season. Every single day this week, there's open skate, stick and puck, rat hockey. If you want to learn more about these activities, what times they are available to you, 708-229-3373. Remember, the rink is also available for private parties. Free COVID-19 testing is available every Friday at Eukich Field by the concessions area, the southwest of the park at Eukich. These are mouth swab PCR tests. They normally take 48 hours for results. And don't forget, this month, Grinders Training Academy, located right here in Evergreen Park at 102nd and Kedzie Avenue, they're hosting fast pitch softball pitching and catcher camps. They already do training for youth sports, they do fitness classes, conditioning for all levels, kids and adults. But the 21st and the 22nd, fast pitch clinic. 22nd, catching clinic. The clinic is off-site in Elsip. Get more details. Go to grindersacademy.com. It's grinders with a Z, academy.com. And remember, if you have a Christmas tree still in your house, when you're ready to get rid of it, place it on the curb. It'll get picked up by waste management and recycled into mulch. And remember the day this episode comes out on January the 3rd, the Board of Trustees for Evergreen Park will be meeting in the boardroom at Village Hall, 9418 South Kedzie Avenue on the second floor at 7.30. Go on by, say hi, tell them they're doing a wonderful job, or complain. They like that too. That's your EP Podcast Word on the Street, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at theeppodcast.com. And folks, before I continue this podcast, I want to tell you a little bit about my friend, Larry Liebforth. Larry was born and raised right here in Evergreen Park, and has been in business for almost 30 years. I continuously see him volunteering his time with local sports associations, helping out the kids, helping raise money for charity. And what you need to know is that Larry is there in case you need some help as well. For nearly 30 years, the law offices of Lawrence G. Liebforth have been handling every kind of law you can think of, from personal injury cases to real estate dealings. If you need a will drawn up, or representation in a criminal case. It's good to know you have local representation available, rooted in the community with decades of experience. Located over at 4001 West 95th Street in Suite 200, give him a call for any of your legal needs. 708-499-6300. The Law Offices of Lawrence G. Leeforth, here to help you. Joining me now on the phone line, and it's a perfect time, I think, to talk to her. She's been on the show before, but when you're talking about the end of one year and the beginning of another year, uh, it's always good to sit down and talk with somebody that may have covered most of the things that happened in and around your neighborhood. Lorraine Swanson is the editor of The Patch for Evergreen Park and then also several areas around Evergreen Park. She joins me on the line right now. Yeah, hi, Chris. Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year to you as well. It's been a an interesting year this year. I still put 2021 well above 2020, though, and I feel like 2022 has some promise. It was still weird, though, but in a different way. Our last guest of the show is brought to you by 
Dreamers Towing and Recovery located right here in Evergreen Park. Give them a call when you need them, 24-7, 365. You don't want to be looking for the number later, so put it in your phone right now, 773-410-4549. You covered so much, so much over the last year. Was there one story, a couple of different stories? What stuck out to you in 2021 that you covered, that you were around, that you wrote articles on, that you had to make phone calls on? Like, what what stuck out to you? What are the highlights of 2021 for you? Well, I think... um these weird, these bomb threats that were being texted uh, to kids and uh, while they were in school, just bizarre shooting threats, all the students, the FBI got involved and uh, the students who were carrying out these uh, texts, they were using apps and they have been charged. They, they were found and charged and some said they did it as a prank that didn't happen really in evergreen though did it it happened in the surrounding no, areas in uh, oak lawn and uh payless or uh tinley park they had one in burbank whatever they're doing in evergreen park because i've talked to a lot of principals who have said that you know, while kids are happy to be back, they kind of don't know how to do people anymore after a year of remote learning. And and, and it's just sad that, that students have to, you know, live with this. I get what you're saying. And, and the thing is that I, I have felt this entire time that these poor kids yeah. have taken the brunt almost in the way for what's going on in the pandemic. And they were the least affected group. In terms of health wise. Yeah. Like I, I had somebody, my kid, my kid asked me a question the other day and I went and looked it up for him because I don't get my information off of Facebook and Twitter. I actually go and look up things. So <laughs> he asked me about it the other day because he was curious and I said, okay. So I went, and I looked it up and it was amazing. I br- you could actually go on the CDC website and they actually have a, they have like this big giant chart and they break everything down by age and they break down people who have unfortunately passed away in total since March of twenty. People who have passed away from COVID, people who have passed away from pneumonia, people who have passed away from the flu, okay? And and they have these all in these little columns. And for older people, COVID is like the number one killer of those three different diseases, pneumonia and, and, and the flu. And it, it's bigger than both of them, right? But for these kids, it, the like 400, and it's sad that 400 and some kids died since March of 2020, but 1,200 and some died of pneumonia in that same amount of time. And they do so well in it, and yet they're like the kids that, they're the group that has had, I think, the most taken away from. Like, they lost their sports, they lost their school, and 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 they have to deal with it being young. Like, you and I have seen the world enough, right, Lorraine? Like, we could deal with a couple of bad years, I think, a little bit better than a kid that doesn't even know what the good years are like yet, you know? So, I, I wonder what you think of that, because you're talking about these kids and how they're acting out in school, and I'm, I'm wondering... How much of an effect has had on them? I, I believe that it has had a great effect on them. And while they're happy to be back in school, it's still an abnormal environment. While they may not have been affected, you know, physically, they may not have gotten ill from COVID, you know, mentally, you know, they're kind of cooped up. I don't know how I how I would have handled being cooped up with my parents when I was a teenager. <laughs> And not able to see my friends. So, Lorraine, let's look at 2022 before you get out of here. 
What is the one thing you're watching right now in 2022, a developing thing that would be of interest to people here in Evergreen Park they should be paying attention to? There was a big shift in uh, the congressional district remapping that there are now uh, a fairly large area of Evergreen Park is no longer in Congressman Rush's first district. They are part of the new six. And I th- it's already being billed as one of the hottest congressional uh, primaries. You have uh, Marie Newman, who kind of toppled uh, the longtime uh, Congressman uh, Dan Lipinski in the Illinois in the old Illinois 3rd District, and she's up against Sean Caston, who has served in Congress since uh, 2018 and has a lot of high-profile backers. Uh, Newman is going after the union vote. She did not do well in the suburbs in the uh, 2020 election, but she did do well in the city. And, you know, about 41% of the third congressional district is still intact in the the new Illinois 6. So that's going to be very interesting. Uh, And then, of course, on the GOP side, you have Mayor uh, Keith Peekow. He's the mayor of Orland Park. You know, there there is a lot of Republican voters in the southwest suburbs. Uh, you have, you know, Rob Cruz. He's a uh, Oak Lawn High School board member, and you know, so it'll that that'll be interesting. And the primary is June twenty eighth. If people want to read. What Lorraine has over at the Patch. Remember, you can go to patch.com to see all the stuff that's up there. You also see the EP podcast pop up there as well. And Lorraine, I really appreciate you coming on. I I want you to come back uh, at some point and and just talk about, because I would love to sit down with you and pick your brain about how somebody goes about running for office locally. Because I think it's something that people think about doing and then they never know how to do it. It sounds to me like you know a lot about it. We might just have to do a show where we talk about it and and how people can get more involved in their local government. Sound good? Oh, absolutely. That that sounds great. And, uh, you know, anytime. And thanks for letting us share EP podcasts on Patch and, and, and the other things you do. You even do one for Pittsburgh. What is it, like the Pirates? I do. So your basement reaches everywhere. It's a big basement. Come <laughs> join the basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nudist basement. And the nudist basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.